this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to the Business Mirror Being Broader Look Podcast. Today we podcast the Broader Look story titled In Rising Tide of Financial Inclusion, Philippines 6 to Lift All Boats. The story was written by Business Mirror reporter Bianca Quaresma and was published on June 3, 2021. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Broader Look. For the print edition, please read the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Two years ago, then-Central Bank Governor Nestor Espinilla Jr. set out to put the country shoulder-to-shoulder with 14 nations in the world. It was a noble ambition. The impetus came along with the release of the World Bank's comprehensive database on global financial inclusion. The 2017 Global Findex database, a dataset that is published every three years, showed that the Philippines has one of the weakest financial inclusion coverage in the region, as reflected by the low account penetration in its adult population. In particular, only 34% of the country's adult population has a form of formal relationship with a bank or a financial institution. This pales in comparison with members of the Association of Southeast Asian Nations and five additional countries, namely Australia, China, Japan, Korea, and New Zealand, collectively known as the ASEAN Plus Five. In the ASEAN Plus Five block, Singapore had the highest account penetration with 98% of its adult population being included in their financial system. This is followed by Malaysia's 85%, Thailand's 82%, and Indonesia's 49%. Since then, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, or the BSP, has pushed financial inclusion as a priority agenda. Espanilla, then newly minted BSP governor, initiated a slew of reforms that would accelerate the current financial inclusion program of the government in place. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas has also taken upon an agenda of expanding the account penetration of the country to 70% by the year 2023. BSP Governor Benjamin Jokno said this requires openness to all possible transformative solutions and impactful innovations such as digital technology, new business models, and cross-sector collaboration. It requires a concerted and holistic effort, Jokno said. It requires the participation of all key decision-makers and stakeholders, from the bank executives to the officers who go out in the field, including those in the expanding fintech industry. As such, financial inclusion in the country took a multifaceted path. The COVID-19 global health crisis has disrupted the norm and turned the world upside down. This includes the local financial system. But the pandemic turned out to be a silver lining in the country's financial inclusion journey. As people were prohibited to go out, financial consumers had to adjust. This pushed more Filipinos to embrace digital banking. The year 2020 gave rise to unique challenges and upheavals on a global scale as a result of the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas said. Yet, the year 2020 also widened the path to accelerating financial inclusion. 
The pandemic gave new immediacy and put a much-deserved spotlight on the primacy of financial inclusion in the government's crisis containment and recovery efforts, the BSP said. The central bank said the pandemic illustrated financial inclusion's vital role in social welfare and protection as the transaction account became a necessary means for the country's poorest and most vulnerable to receive cash assistance from the government. With the imposition of lockdowns and physical distancing measures, consumers and businesses alike shifted to digital payments at an unprecedented speed and scale, the BSP said. According to Banco Central ng Pilipinas Deputy Governor Chuchi Fonasier, the upside of financial inclusion reform became more salient at the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. Fonasier said in the central bank's recently published book, titled No One is Left Behind, The Philippines' Financial Inclusion Journey, this is when more people forced to stay at home relied on digital platforms for their financial transactions that kept them connected and empowered. The latest data from the Banco Central ng Pilipinas also showed that active electronic money wallet accounts grew 61.6% from end 2019 to end 2020. Account registration and usage have grown exponentially since the start of the pandemic due to limited mobility and safety concerns, Paymaya President Shalish Baidwan told the Business Mirror. Consumers, businesses, communities, and even the government simply turned to digital and cashless solutions, Baidwan said. Paymaya, an electronic wallet financial technology firm in the country, also said that their registered users for their consumer platforms doubled year-on-year, reaching 35 million by end March 2021. Another influential factor in financial inclusion is the actual physical access of consumers to financial institutions. Banco Central ng Pilipinas data shows that bank density is concentrated in highly urbanized, densely populated, and relatively developed regions of the country. In the unbanked areas or those regions with low bank density, less than 400 banks as median, the people are bereft of access to financial services and are ill-equipped to participate in economic development, Fonasier said. In the middle of the pandemic in the year 2020, despite higher provisions for upcoming bad loans, traditional banks are still able to expand their branches. In particular, bank branches increased by nearly 3% in the second quarter of last year, compared to the same quarter in 2019. The largest increase was seen among universal and commercial banks, with 4.8% more branches during the period. This is followed by a 3.7% increase in rural and commercial bank branches. Thrift bank branches, however, went down by 2.4% during the period. The expansion of bank branches in the country during the time pushed the number of municipalities without banking presence down in the second quarter of 2020. Also, one of the bank's more pronounced advancements towards financial inclusion is their ability to allow financial consumers to open so-called bank deposit accounts, or BDAs. In 2018, the BSP allowed banks to offer these BDAs. By the end of that year, basic deposit accounts reach 428,000. These BDAs are accounts designed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas to encourage more people to open bank accounts and promote financial inclusion. Among its key features include simplified know-your-customer processes, 
no maintaining balance, no dormancy charges, and 0% reserve requirement for the bank. The surge in the opening of BDAs was tied up with the rise of online transactions due to movement and travel restrictions. These BDAs are usually used as transaction accounts. A transaction account serves as the gateway to financial services, BSP Governor Jokno earlier said. With it, a user can store funds and electronic payments, then eventually avail of more products such as credit, insurance, and investments, Jokno said. Banco Central ng Pilipinas data shows that during the pandemic, some 4.6 million in basic deposit accounts were opened with an aggregate value of deposits at 4 billion pesos. Governor Jokno said they are expecting more transaction accounts to be opened as more online providers, as well as the government, are growing more and more digital as catalyzed by the restrictions in movement and travel. Aside from regulations set up by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the Philippines is also pursuing mass registration for the Philippine Identification System. In 2018, President Rodrigo Duterte signed into law Republic Act 11055, otherwise known as the Philippine Identification System Act. The law aims to establish a single national identification system for all citizens of the Republic of the Philippines. This effort has been strongly supported by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, saying it is a massive push for financial inclusion. This is because in its 2019 financial inclusion survey, the BSP found that the lack of documentary requirement, including a valid ID, is one of the biggest hindrances as to why Filipinos choose to remain unbanked. Banco Central ng Pilipinas Governor Jokno said the BSP supports the Philippine Statistics Authority in its recent advisory emphasizing the Philippine Identification Card as the official proof of identity for transactions with government and private entities. Governor Jokno said the BSP reminds banks of the provisions in the Republic Act 11055 that the Philippine Identification Card by itself is a sufficient proof of identification honored and accepted in bank transactions without the need to present any other documentary requirements. This initiative has already spurred early gains in financial inclusion. In the Asian Development Bank Summit on Financial Inclusion held late May, Asian Development Bank's Sin Yong Park said economic literature suggests that higher financial inclusion leads to lower poverty and income inequality. It also leads to higher women empowerment and entrepreneurship, according to Park, who is Director of Regional Cooperation and Integration for the Asian Development Bank's Economic Research and Regional Cooperation Department. According to Park, financial inclusion is a complex phenomenon linked to multiple underlying factors and evolving conditions. Park also said that their recent study showed that economies with high per capita income tend to have higher financial inclusion and that the impact of financial inclusion and its dimensions is largest for poverty reduction. With all engines fired up, along with the unexpected push brought about by the global health crisis, the Philippines' financial inclusion journey has performed better than earlier expected. BSP Governor Jokno earlier this year said that the central bank's goal of reaching an account penetration level of 70% by 2023 will now be attainable by the end of the year 2022. According to Banco Central ng Pilipinas Governor Jokno, the real measure of a policy 
Its value and success lies not in its complexities but in its responsiveness and practical benefit to everyone, especially those at the margins. Governor Jogno said the task before us is to foster greater understanding and recognition of the advantages of participating in the formal financial system that in turn will result in inclusive, sustainable growth. The BSP governor just wants every Filipino to remember a maxim, a rising tide lifts all boats. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.